when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Oh, all right, honky tonk. Oh, sorry, I interrupted you. That got a bit of a shock. That was short, short and sharp, like a stubby sigh to start a off with. Bit there. of a blaster. Yeah, short, Just sharp to blast. Try and get you rocking on your heels from the off, from the get go. From the get go, it was meaty. Bit of a like a, almost like um, a bit of like an aroma to it. Something like maybe Bovril drink mixed with lemon curd. You know, maybe so, marmite. Marmite, sense maybe. some marmite. Power wise, I reckon. I tell you what, you could easily um, dislodge the pepper from um, your pepper pot. You know, if it's stuck in the little holes, short sharp so. would be perfect for that. If you need to, if you needed to. Anyway, yes. Um, thank you for calling me Yonky Tonk. Um, you, as always, have a choice. Would you like okay. to be today? Hit, hit you with Ramirez Tapestry. Thought that might appeal. A bit nice, uh, evocative. Yeah. Um, Omelette Ron, straightforward, decent fella. Good, yeah, yeah. Mr. Date Rape, what you reckon? Not so keen on that. Not so keen, that surprises no. me. Gary from Admin. Um, no, I think I'm a bit above that sort of thing now. Mr. Chin. 20 years ago, maybe, but not anymore. Mr. Not that I've got a podcast. Mr. Chinstrap. Uh, no, you're what not. What was that first one again? Well, it was yeah. it's slightly exotic one, Ramirez Tapestry. Yeah, I think I'll go with that one. All right, Ramirez. All right. Nice to see you. Thanks, Honky Tonk. I'm, uh, there's plenty of seats here today, but I've chosen to sit on the floor. You do, right? Is it because of the weather or because of your... It's it... just because that seems to be the thing people do at the minute. Oh, I see. You're referring... They say it was a political reference, a yeah. topical reference. Well, I, I don't know what happened with that, Andy. I, I couldn't be bothered to find out. He was, Am I right in thinking that he couldn't get a seat? That's basically what it's about, yeah? That's what he's saying. So he sat on the floor like some kind of hippie. Well, it happens to us all. The chariot trains are packed. Was he making a point, was he? I think that's what he was doing, yeah. But we'll, we'll talk about Corbyn a bit later on, because I've been to another rally this week. Oh, have you? I have. I'm getting really into him now. What's your motivation, Andy? Are you, are you, are you following? Are you, are you trying? You know, you're trying to find out whether you want to vote for him or you want to vote for. Yeah, well, yeah. Perhaps I'm doing a secret journalistic project on it all. You know, oh. who knows? All will be revealed. A bit like John Ronson, that kind of thing. A bit like John Ronson, yeah, but with a bit more, you know. What a bit! Yeah, well, like, yeah, I'm fatter, not going to see it. Fatter we'll, voice, we'll, fatter we'll face, that kind of thing. Yeah, fa- all right then. John Ronson with a fatter face. Hey, John Ronson with tits, and I would say oh. pretty hot tits today. Again, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. yeah. the ripe for cooking. Have you put some lint on them to try and absorb some of the sweat or anything? I've just kept just keep padding them down with some kitchen towel. Nice, that cheap kitchen towel you get up the asda. Yeah, yeah. Total waste of money. Absolute shite. Well, I don't intend to sing a song at the end, so I'm going to sing one right at the beginning. Have a listen, oh, have a listen to this. See how this appeals to you, Andy. It's a lovely tune. Oh, he's from Uruguay, made the Mackhams all cry. That's Duani. <laughs> Do you like that? 
Is that it? It's nice though, isn't it? It's just very short. Short and to the point, a bit like your uh, little guff at the beginning. Is it a guff, your little outtake? A mouth a mouth guff. Yeah. So, anyway. Oral guff. I wasn't really listening to the lyrics of your song because I was so mesmerised by the tune. Oh, I'll do it again then. Oh, oh he's from Uruguay, made the Mackums all cry, that's Stuani. Yeah, well done. Did you get it that time? Yeah, yeah, very good. Okay. 2-1, well done, well played. Well, it's egg weather, isn't it? Definitely. It's nice and warm. What's the best egg, Andy? Boiled hard, hard-boiled, fried, poached. What's the best? Let's clear that up now. Uh, for me, it's soft-boiled. Soft-boiled. You're quite right. Hard to get right, but when you do, oh. What's your little recipe to get them right? Uh, four minutes. But then I add on the time it takes me to set the timer on my mobile phone for four minutes. And I also add on at the end the time it takes for me to amble towards the pan and turn it off. All right, so it's four minutes from boil, or do you put them into boiling water? Boil the pan, then bang them in. Then you bang them minutes. in, four minutes. Yeah. Does the tr- I don't bang them in because they crack, wouldn't they? D- does the trick for you, though, Andy, yeah? Do you have any methods? Well, I mean, I, I'm extraordinary that you failed to mention the size of the egg. Do you know what I mean? Do you not take that into account, four minutes for any egg? What I buy is, I buy the ones from Sainsbury's. Right. Because I'm, I'm not just an Asda They wouldn't let you in Sainsbury's, don't I they? buy the one from Sainsbury's that are mixed weights. They're cheaper. Yeah, they're, not, they're not all large. They're not all medium. <laughs> you don't know what you're getting. You might get an ostrich egg in there, or you might get a little cat egg. Tell me, is this real? Because I'm enticed. Is this real? Mixed size eggs from Sainsbury's? Yes. Well, I'm going to check it out. And if, you, if, you, if you're wrong... I'll, I'll tweet a picture of the box later on because I bought some earlier on. Thank you very much indeed. I've uh, got a song. Have you got a proper song? Was that your song? Yeah, I've got a... Uh, sorry, I've got a proper song. Yeah, I'll do it for do you. Do you want to do a proper song? Okay. <laughs> oh, he's from Uruguay. Oh, man! The Mackums all cry, that's Stuani. Yeah, you see? It's a proper oh, that's song. That's your proper it. song. Um, I do my eggs three and a half minutes. I put them in the pan... Um, and then when, as soon as they start boiling, I time three minutes, 15 That's seconds. The, right. That's works for me. Anyway, Andy, we better start this thing up, get it cranked up. Can I do my song then? Because I, I want this to be an energetic podcast this week for a change. Wait, That's why I started with the, the blaster. Go on then, yeah, the all right. I've got quite an energetic seems, up. Seems fucking early for a song. Well, go on then. song. Go on then. And it's about baristas. From the coffee shops okay. that we all love. All right. Baristas, setting the scene. Baristas, dishing out cream. Baristas, pumping all the levers and the gears of baristing machines. Baristas, dripping with sweat. Baristas, getting me wet. Every fucker wants to be a sister or a Mr. Barista. Baristas, got it all going on. Baristas, got me singing the song. Gonna with a lot of so I can buy myself my own barista. Yeah. All right, so you intend to buy someone, do you, Andy? You intend to purchase... dream. It's a dream, isn't it? Songs should be about dreams. Do you know what I mean? Or dreams that have been realised. Like this song. Oh, he's from Uruguay. Made the Mackums all cry. That's Duane. I just wanted to know, Andy. You know I consider you to be far more intelligent than me, so occasionally I ask you to clear things up for me. All right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's important to me. Do you have any idea what living in the moment means? Because I haven't got a clue. (laughs) You just did it there. What do you You mean? You lived in the moment there and you've just done it there. No, that's... And we're doing it now. That's just living. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it means. 
Who's been saying that to you? You hear it all the time, people on the telly or people just saying, you know, well, it's important that I just live in the moment. You've got to try living in the moment, you know. But I don't really know what that means. I think it means that they haven't really got much going on and they're trying to make it sound like they have. All right, well, that's a dead end again. Carry on, what do you want to do? Um, Yes or no? Go on, then. I'm more than willing to participate. Thank you. Yes or no? Hummus. Okay, I have to say, sorry. You have to say yes or no? Hummus. No. The Tex-Mex dip selection. (laughs) No. Men's arses. No. Two out of three. Yeah. And the good thing about getting two out of three is you can work out in your mind which one you got right and which ones you got wrong. Okay, well, I can't be bothered to do that. You, are you ready to receive the wife's questions? Because she was up all night getting them ready, all right? Bring them on. Have you ever been to a beef eater restaurant in a suit and tie? (laughs) I have been to a beef eater restaurant, but I dressed smart casual. Okay. Uh, can I, as a supplementary question, I'm sure the wife wouldn't mind, what is it about the carvery that we all adore, Andy? Is it the queuing, the proximity to beer, the getting out of the house, uh, being noise- nosy about the other people? What is it we for, like? For me, it's many things. It's that it's that kind of community spirit that you sort of touched upon there, yeah. getting getting among your people. Yeah. It's the, 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 you know, the proximity to beer, that helps. Yeah. Um, it's the quick and easy access to hot meat yeah. for me. Yeah. Because, you know, you don't go in there, look at the menu, hang about for 30 minutes while they come and take your order and all that. You just get up there, get your hot plate, get your meat on it, and your gravy and all your other stuff. It's na- It's nice seeing what other people choose as well, isn't it? That's good fun. Is it? I think so. What? What? From the vegetable selection? It's just nice seeing, the like, there's a, there's a lady in front of you, you know, maybe got quite pale skin. And potentially, right. potentially, it's a wig. You just don't know. And you can think to yourself, she's going to get, she's going for that gammon, that lass. And then she'll surprise you and say, I know I'm vegetarian or whatever. But, I mean, you got, you're enjoying the queue, proximity to beer. You get out your house, don't you? Yeah. Um, value for money, returning home to a tidy kitchen. That's part of it, isn't it? It's, it's, it's got the lot, hasn't it, really? The carvery. Well, what I'm going to choose, I'm going to choose the general nosiness of lunchtime eating. Um, it's, a, it's a very specific clientele, the, um, the carvery clientele, and I think they're great to look at. But you chose the, the, the presence of uh, free meat, then that's fine. I agree, that's fine. Well, I think there's many reasons. Have you ever done a solo carvery, Bob? Well, I've gone into a carvery myself. On your own? No, I've yeah. never done that. I have. Oh, I bet you have. It's quite a buzz. So... What goes on solo? I suppose you don't give a shit. You just back, get what you want. There's, and well, there's no conversation. But like I say, you don't need to have time to have conversation. You get in there, get up, get your stuff, sit down, eat it, piss off again. Yeah. Nice one. There's no Andy. messing about. It's it's not for the faint-hearted. So you, you, and the other thing about it is as well, the staff are kind of thinking, is this fella a restaurant critic? Yeah, because you look... Is he here from Carvery News? Because <laughs> you look like a restaurant critic, what? you know, up from London, like. You do look like one. I bet they... Yeah, I bet they shit themselves. I don't think they're shitting themselves because they think you're a restaurant critic. I right. think they're shitting themselves because they think you're going to eat the old fucking buffet, <laughs> to be honest with you. Well, it's their fault for coming up with all you can eat offer, isn't it? Their fault. Always someone else's fault with you, Andy. Right, second question from the wife. What was, when was the last time you had friends around your fungalow, and what did you do? 
the last time I had friends round was probably about three weeks ago. Yeah. And we sat in the garden of the fungalow. Yeah. On the garden furniture that I've got, that I got from B&M Bargains. Yeah. And we just had a few drinks and some nice chat. You had a little chat. You and the fellas had a nice little chat, me, yeah? Me and a couple of the fellas. <laughs> the gang. Yeah. The posse. Did you have a right laugh together, yeah? It was a really good laugh. A few beers. A few beers. No one got out of hand. No one started chucking bottles around or out like that. You know, we're, we're middle-aged men now. We're quite sophisticated. No, no one started doing forward rolls in the middle of the garden or anything, you know, silly. Okay. Did you have a barbecue? Good. No, we had a pizza. Pizza and just your cheap lager from Asda, pizza yeah? And some, yeah, pizza and some San Miguel. Yeah. Okay, Andy, final question. Deep down, do you wish you were actually called Callum? <laughs> um, Callum Dawson. It's not bad, is it? N- not not really, no. Okay, well, that, that's the end of the questions. Um, over to hey, you, I came Andy. across a fella called Neville last night, a young man called Neville. I came across that's this what... fella called Neville. Whoops, I said, didn't mean to do that. <laughs> is that what you're getting at? No, no. All right. That's just the end of it. I'm just pointing out that it's not a very popular name these days. No, it isn't. So Quasimodo goes into a bar and asks for a glass of whiskey. Bell's all right, says the barman. Mind your own fucking business, says Quasimodo. The barman's so shocked his brass hand falls into the sink. Any good? Bit of observation coming in, any good? That's all right. I offered the old lady next door £10 for a go on a Stanner stairlift. Hopefully she's going to take me up on it. Did you get it? Hopefully she's going to take me up on it. The offer, as oh, it were. Oh, yeah. Hopefully she's yeah. going to take me up on it. Right. You know, right, right to the top and I can rattle me brass hand on the banister. Right. Oh, yeah. Right, what you've done there... So I've done something wrong, haven't I? Is, well, what you've done is you've, you've returned to the... Um, the poor quality joke format that you had earlier in this series of podcasts right. that nobody really liked. Right. You've done that in the observational comedy voice. Yes. And then you've just shoehorned some kind of lazy brass hand reference onto the end. It's a fuck off, isn't it? A nightmare. Well, look, this was the other one. I think this might be worse. What did one lawyer say to the other lawyer? Hello, mate. I'm a lawyer. I see you use Pearson's brass hand wax just like me. We should be friends until death. Any good? Any good? It's it's more of a short play that yeah than a, than a joke. Yeah, I'm so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Co- yeah, I'm combined sorry. with a, a, the sponsorship thing for Pearson's brass and oil. Oh, it's the best uh, uh, brass brass and oil. Oh, I'm absolutely fine advocating it, Andy. Yeah, I've got some observational comedy. See what you reckon of this? All right. Hey, hey, listen, listen! You'll never believe what I saw yesterday. Well, you're never going to find out, so piss off. Oh, that's shit. Is it? Yeah, honest, Andy, that's terrible. All right, okay, here we are. Hey, listen, I tell you what you don't hear much of these days. The Falklands War from the 1980s. We can't be doing very well in that if they never talk about it on the news anymore. I mean, am I right? (laughs) Yeah, I I quite like that. I love the bit at the end there. Am I right? Oh, that's a good one. That's, that's a good the, recurring one, isn't it? There's one more. Listen, listen, man, listen. I got one of them memory sticks the other day. Spent five hours saying all my memories into it, and now I can't get them out again. I'd take it back to the shop, but I can't remember where I got it from. <laughs> eh? Because the memory seems to be from, made me laugh. The memory stick. Yeah. Yeah? I don't, that was the best of the three. It's the best of the three, but I don't think it's observation comedy. What I'm going to do next week 
is right. I'm going to... You've told me the rules. I'm going to really concentrate. You know, collective okay. memories, reminding people of them, because that's funny. And also that other little area you told me about where you just literally sort of say, you know, do you remember? Or have you ever... As long as you can say, have you ever noticed? Or do you remember? You know, you might be onto something. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, he, hold on. Because he's just dealing in pests. Look, pest-wise, he was able to give it 100% clean bill of right. health. Yeah. But he told... Did he even mention the Todd? No, he told, of course he told Michael about the honey right. being left out and the footprints, the blood and all that. So they're having a little chat. He's giving it the all clear. He says, what's, he says to Michael, what are you calling this restaurant? I see the sign writers are here. And he says, Moe's. You know, like M-O-S, Moe's. Yeah. Because you know, M and O are the same as his name, like Michael oh, yeah. Owen's place. Good, that. And Mark says, hey, Michael, don't do it. Right, because for one, it's like the bar in The Simpsons, and that's fun, but it's a really serious restaurant, this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It'd be the wrong vibe. And second, I'm a bit worried it's like a short form of m- motherfucker, you know, Mo. Do you know what I mean? I like Mofo. Yeah, yeah he says, I don't like that, um, Michael. Did Mark Lawrence say motherfucker? Oh, well, he did. Um, yeah, Michael he swears, don't worry about motherfucker. it. Motherfucker. <laughs> Sounds a little bit like motherfucker, Michael. <laughs> you should be doing the Mark, Mark Lawrence stories. I didn't know. So anyway, he says, um, Mark, Michael says, shit, I don't know, Mark, it's a bit late in the day. The sign writers are here, the menus are printed. And he says, Mike, that can be sorted in half an hour. The name's going to stick forever. Come on, it needs to be a name that sums up, like, you, your essence. What do you believe in, Michael? What what do you stand for? He says, I don't know, really. I like helicopters. I like Dubai. I like leather furniture. I like betting. I like my side part. He says, oh, Michael, honestly, man, when I think of you, like, I think of inspiration, inspirational, yeah, integrity, Style, you know what I mean? Sophistication. We all do. Yeah. You know, use those words. They got you know, use them somehow in your name. And anyway, it's hundred quid for the pest thing. Don't forget to clean that stuff up in the kitchen. Press night later on, all the paparazzi are there. You, and you've got Rio Ferdinand's there, Gary Barlow, Dynamo the Magician, Lizzie Cundy, Ken Listers. Yeah, yeah, Ken Morley, Reza Ruddock are all there. Ken Loach. You weren't there, couldn't make it. Michael stands in front of the Big restaurant window, ready to unveil the curtain, you know. And he goes, ladies and gentlemen, my restaurant stands for inspiration, sophistication, integrity and style. So here goes, I pronounce the restaurant open. He pulls down the curtain there in massive letters is I-S-I-S, ISIS. (laughs) He's called his restaurant ISIS. Right, so there's a big intake of breath. A camera start flashing. No, says Michael. It's inspiration, style, integrity. It's not the terrorist thingy. And just as he's speaking, Andy, I guess what's just as he's speaking, the window smashes to pieces, and out runs a fucking great big brown bear. Right, it roars, it sniffs the air, and then r- runs straight at Gary Barlow and punches him in his tits before disappearing into the back streets of Disbury. Disbury. So, think about you it. You did mention that the restaurant was situated on a former part of Manchester Zoo, didn't you? <laughs> That's right. So what we've got there's a remnant. If you think about it, the zoo, the big black pile of black tod, the honey. If you remember, oh, the honey. all the telltale signs were there, weren't they? <laughs> so Mark's messed up big time. What he's done, he's looked at the detail, the droppings and stuff, and not the bigger picture. It should have been obvious, shouldn't it? Eh? The brown it's hair, the, the, the honey. Massive oversight. He missed it all. He thinks he's a pest expert in the animal. You know, kingdom. Yeah. And he's just dropped a massive bollock. He's missed a fucking bear. (laughs) 
So a terrible night for Michael and for all the Manchester restaurant clique, And really. for Mark's reputation. Yeah, so that was interesting. So I hope my contacts will keep providing me with stuff about him. Yeah, yeah. that'll be really good. Which uh, ice lollies giving you most pleasure this summer, Andy? Nobbly Bobbly, Fab, Calippo, Magnum. Actually, um, I bet it's the big, giant, blue ice pop known you. <laughs> <laughs> I love a cola ice pop, yeah. but no, uh, it would be the rocket lolly. The rocket lolly? The rocket lolly just from Asda. Oh, is it just... Asda own brand. It's just shaped like a lolly, three flavours. Like a rocket, it? different colours, red, yellow, and I think red again at the bottom. I think I but might go for that because... Loads of sugar. Used to be called the Zoom. Do you remember the Zoom? Do they still make it? It's like the Zoom, yeah, yeah, but loads of sugar. You could just drift off into a coma after you've had a couple of them. Oh, beautiful. Well, you know, you want to with this time of year, don't you? Yeah, with your mates on your cheap chairs. A it, nice summer coma. Yeah, be, <laughs> behind Come the bundle. Come rocket lollies. I've got a little update on Steve McLaren. Do you want me to do that now? or? I think we should do that now and get that out of the way, because I'm sure a lot of people want to know how Casper is. Okay, so I'll, I'll be as quick as I can. I, 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 Please do. Okay, so... Um, Steve's been by Casper all day and all night this last... Uh, this Vigil! Last week. Yeah, sleep. He slept in the waiting room, which incidentally, it's nice. He had some nice moments as well because he slept quite well in the waiting room, so he thought to himself, that is yet another victory for the Comfort Fit short sleeve shirt. He thinks to himself, because I bet Big Sam couldn't have slept on this bench in his slim fit long sleeve. Well, at least he would never have been able to sleep on his side like I did. And a little smile for him. So there was nice moments as well. Yeah. But pretty fitful sleeping. The main thing that's going around his head is, you know, it can only have been one person who kicked Casper and put him on that surface next to the home pride flower jar. It's yeah. got to have been a fat lass and it's that's really it? worrying him. Anyway, so... Yesterday he was walking up, or the day before, and I can't remember, yesterday or the day before, he was walking up by the cleaner really early. The cleaner says, you've got something in, on your head, mate, a mouse, a fur, ball, a fur ball, your cat's brought up or something. He says, no, don't be daft, it's me hair island. It's my hair island. <laughs> well, the vet doesn't actually open just yet for a couple of hours, so he thinks he'll pop home, get a change of comfort shirt and confront the fat lass about Casper, basically. You come back when the vets had a chance to have a look at the snake, right? Right. So he drives back home, obviously in his clown car in still. In the clown car. Yeah, yeah, honking the big daft hole. Honk, honk, honk. Get out of my way, you silly Rodney plunkers. Casper's on life support. Honk, 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 honk. Couple of people shout at him, what's that on top of your hair, mate? It's me hair island. And so on and so forth. So he gets home, runs straight to the kitchen, you know, where he left her. But the big, girl, the big girl's not there. Upstairs, she's not there. Thinks she'll be in the bathroom having a shit. She isn't. But his car isn't in the driveway. And he sees a note on the table in the hallway. <sighs> so he grabs that, gets back in. Has to go in his clown car because she's took the car. Back to the vets. It's not good, yeah? It is really not good. The internal abscess is still weeping. And the infection has spread to the cut where he was kicked. He hasn't been able to pass a Todd at, at all. Christ. Vic ex- uh, the, the vet explains to him, um, look, we can have Casper put down, or you could take him to the Royal Veterinary C- College uh, Hospital. They've got an intensive care unit in North London. <laughs> they right. might be able to serve him. Wait, do you, what do you think he does? Do you think he hesitates? Doesn't hesitate for a second. Not for one fucking... Honestly, he's like, bang. Casper round his neck, straight in the clown Exactly, car. round his neck. Funnily enough, the nurse did wrap Casper up in like a special padded cotton tube. And oh, right. Steve started to write Casper on the side of it. Then he thinks, oh, fuck off, Steve. Like, you don't know it's Casper. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> his mind's not working properly. 
Straight in the clown car, sets off honking his horn. Ha, ha, ha. Help me where you Rodney Plunkers. Gets on the M1, thinks I'm best off on the hard shoulder, right? People passing him. What's on the top of your head, mate? It's me hair island. <laughs> it's not long, of course, before he's pulled over by the coppers. The cop says, what obviously. You, obviously, what are you doing, man? He said, I'm, I'm taking, the motorway. taking Casper at the hospital. Hold on. What's that on your fucking head, says one of the coppers. It's me etc. And what is this clown capsule that you're driving on the motorway? Steve explains that it's based on the chassis, 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 an engine of a Skoda Superb's got an MT and everything. Copper says, hold on a minute, you're that brolly man, aren't you? The England manager trying to get into retail carpet sales. He says, yes, officer. And he says, and you say your snake's sick? And he says, yeah, fat lass booted him. At this point, the copper notices bruises on Steve's arm. And the copper says, has this heavy lass been slapping you about a bit as well, sir? Steve, like, hesitates, and he says, yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah. And then he breaks down, Steve starts crying. She's left me. He flops down against the steering wheel, and, of course, the boot flies off, because it's clown stuff, <laughs> triggers it, flies up in the air and lands on the main carriageway, and a couple of cars crash into each other. Jesus. Like, copper reaches in to pull him, pull him upright and activates a lever, and smoke starts billowing out of the back of the car. It got smoke drifting all across the motorway. And you can hear cars just smashing into each other every second or so. It's like, honestly, it's like a living... Like something I'm out, laughing, something like, but it's not funny. It ain't funny. Something like out, out of walking the dead or waking the dead or whatever it is. It's the same thing, isn't it? Anyway, Andy, I'm going to have to leave it there. Continue the tale next week because I've seen the time. I want to go to the Mid- yeah. I want to go to the Middlesbrough Fulham match, so I'll have to leave Steve, Steve um, there on okay. the hard shoulder. Well, I've got I've been hanging around with Jeremy Corbyn again, so I'll do that. But before I do that, can I just denounce the BBAC? Uh, yeah, I don't know who they are. What do they do? It's the uh, the British Balloon and Airship Club. Yeah, wankers. What? What? what I, 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 well, I, I find their, their I find their official bi-monthly journal Aerostat to be flimsy and lacking in substance. Oh. Uh, I don't see that many hot air balloons anymore. I used to see a lot more when I was younger. I think they're just wanking about, to be quite honest. Okay, well, uh, uh, consider it done. Consider them denounced. BBAC. BBAC, you're on me shit list. Carry on, so tell me about Corbyn. I've been to another um, another one of his rallies this week, yeah. uh, quite a local one down in Yarm, uh, which is where Steve McLaren lives, I believe. Yeah, of course, all, in the, Yarm. all the borough football, but, um, isn't it? That's that's not really relevant. So uh, I went, you know, turned up, got down early, down the front in all my red gear, hit the toe in red, yeah. hat, shirt, tie, lipstick, all the stuff. No, you didn't. I did. You no, you didn't have lipstick on then, mate. Anyway, down the front. So Corbin comes on. He does um, does a tight ten minutes about the evils of CCTV on trains. Okay. And how footage can be manipulated. Right. You know, got, got quite into it. Yeah. PowerPoint thing, but you know. Just a bit distracting, but never mind. Then the lights all went off, <clears throat> and we all sang um, "Money's Too Tight to Mention." That's right. Simply red song. Yeah. Now it sounded to me like Mick Hucknall was singing it. Yeah. But the lights were off, so I couldn't see. Right I'm just assuming it was Corbin just doing a Hucknall impression. Yeah. Anyway, then time for a break. So I nip round the back, get a fag, and he comes out the fire exit. Here he is, Corbin, stands next to me, lights up. Uh, he's got a roll up this week. Oh shit! A roll Not the pipe. Not a pipe this week. So he says, uh, seen you. Yeah. I says, all right. He says, seen you. Down the front. Seen you. 
Fancy yourself, don't you? Oh, hi, Jude. This is what I do. So, you know, this is a little bit, yeah. And he points at me, me red rosette that I've got on. He says, official rosette, is it? I says, well, I'm not sure. I've had it for, for ages. You know, I've not worn it at an official party event for, for years, though. He says, mm, thought so, thought as much. Thought it looked a bit weathered. I says, well, sorry, should I get a new one? You know, is there any official ones that you can set me up with? He says, well, I have a merchandising operation. I could get you one at a reduced price if you'd be interested. So I says, wow, yeah, great. Thanks. You know, if there's anything I can do in return, you know, to help with your election, yeah, let, let us know, because I'm, I'm becoming a, a serious convert yeah. to the to the Corbynista cause. And he says, uh, well, um, there might be one thing you could help me with. Oh, here it comes. I thought, oh, aye. So he pulls the pulls his tab out of his mouth, and his bottom lip slowly parts from the top one. He reaches across, and he just brushes me rosette with the back of his hand. Oh, hey, up. Is this in a... Mm, and he says, uh, he says, it gets lonely on the campaign trail, you know. I'm always on the road, and I start to miss Mrs. Corbyn when it's almost bedtime. Hmm. I says, oh, no, I can imagine that, yeah, yeah. So he says, uh, do you think you could possibly proffer a small kiss? Oh, he's a kisser. To alleviate my emotional turbulence? And I thought, well, you know, given what you and the older men get up to, mm. it's, you know, it's legitimised. He's not a bad-looking fellow, I suppose. That, uh, and I've, I've started to become quite a fan over the past few weeks. I thought, well, you know, a little kiss is not going to hurt. No, I'm in that. So I moved, moved my mouth slowly towards his and I just felt my chin graze against his beard as we got closer yeah just as we were about to kiss there's a bang and I jump back yeah. someone's booted the fire exit shit and this voice goes no Andrew no not during a democratic electoral process Andrew Jeremy back inside and address your followers at once fuck who are you saying it is it's the alderman fuck off it's your alderman what I'm do you in mean? Yarm, aren't I? I'm in Yarm. Well, he, it's your patch. He wouldn't give a shit if you were having a kiss. What was it? What? What? What's, I don't understand. Well, I don't know. It, it, it happened. What? You've been sniffing around the alderman? No, I'm sniffing around Corbyn. I've got nothing. Thing with the alderman. So what happened then? Then did you? Well, did you? Any? Well, Corbyn goes back in. Don't get upset. How right? did? What? Just let us explain. Yeah. Jesus. Right. So. The alderman's still there. Corbyn's gone back in. And I just, I'm panicking. I'm saying, sorry, look, I don't have any major involvement at constituency level. I'm not up to speed with the etiquette. I, you know, it, it wasn't supposed to happen. And the alderman says, I can teach you all about the etiquette, Andrew. Especially as I'm not standing for office myself. And I thought, well, that's an opportunity to learn something's a good thing. That'd be wonderful. And he says... Now, it looks to me as though you're in possession of a pair of lips that just thought they were about to be kissed. Come over to me, Andrew. You did Come now. You better not have. And he, he, he cupped his hands around my face. No, he never. And just gently brushed his lips against mine. Oh, as if I'm... And, and just held them there for a couple of seconds and then pulled away. And honest Jesus, Bob... You kissed him? You kissed him? My entire body turned to jelly. Oh, you're, I'm, I'm not happy with this, Andy. I felt as though... It's nothing to do with you, the feather. older man. No, I'm off. Sorry. No, it's upset me, that. No, but... Bob? Bob?
when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.